how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good too. What'd you do last night? Oh, you know, slept a little bit because I'm here so I get to sleep more. Just make something up. Make us sound cool. Make us sound like we're like out in the town, like super like crazy in Hollywood, like meeting with like all the famous people. Like where pretend do, like where do the cool people go? The U.S. Open apparently. Oh no, god. Um, but really? Do, is it like? I mean, the Soho House is like a really cool place that I go to a lot. Oh, totally. You yeah. have to be rich though, right? Isn't that no, like a like a country really. club? Well, it is. It is, and I think like you do spend money on the membership on a monthly basis. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was a part of Soho House back in the day, and then I let it go because I lived here and not in New York. Right. So House is a members only club that originated in um, London. They have lots of little like really beautiful boutique hotel houses. They call them houses. Right, right, right. Because in London, it's all about like social memberships mm -hmm. and houses. Which and is all. a good it's reason. Like, but it's also kind of wild to me. Like you can't go a single place in London, if I remember correctly, without some sort of a membership. It's really strange. Like every one of their like nice upscale bars, you have to have like a membership. What, what about it. going to the theater? You just have to buy a ticket, I'd imagine. But how even then, they probably dress up more. They feel fancier oh. there. Well, I guess um, I'm never going to London again. How was Swingers? Didn't you go to Swingers last oh, night? Oh, no. We went to Jar. Oh, oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah, Sorry. did I tell you that in another Jar, episode? Jar, a very though? fabulous place. Yes, I did tell you that in another episode. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I personally, there's a lot of places that I would really enjoy going to and going out to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll take screenshots of people saying like all the cool places and like try to go to them. But yeah. <laughs> But like then I think about it and it's like that's a lot of energy to like try to chase a feeling that I never got when I was out here going to those places anyway. I, I know and I don't have enough friends anymore to go to those places with. I feel like my friend group is getting smaller and smaller. What's happening? I It's my decision. I feel like... I don't know. I, I, it, there was like a meme recently where they, they, they were saying the reason I don't make new friends is because I don't want them. The older I get, the more yeah. friends I don't want. And you're really friends with a lot of women, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because I have two sisters or whatever, but that's could be it's, it too. it's just hard. It's hard. You have that need, Matt. I do. And, and I have a boyfriend. Like sometimes your friends are like need a lot from you. Yeah, you know? they do. And that's the thing is, um, something about me too with, um, with the way I try to like live my life mm -hmm. is like, I don't try to take on commitments unless I know that I like am fully going to show up. Right. But I still want to be considered mm -hmm. because I feel like for me, and maybe this is projection from when I was not really included in team sports and oh, like just couldn't have that normal childhood mm -hmm. that I just guess I missed out on that community. And so it's probably because you were on TV, you know, it's probably because you were like, that was lonely. From... I was like the loneliest I'd ever been when I was like just working every day. If you, what if you, have you ever thought about like, if you weren't working, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like what, ha what were to happen? Like say, yeah, people ask me that all the time. Or just, yeah, been a child actor. Like what, what yeah. career would you have gone into? I I thought about this a lot because it oh, really? comes up for me, you know, when yeah, people yeah, are yeah, asking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really truly think I would have been an educator. I think I identify with my kids' teachers now. Oh, interesting. And I love them so much. Teacher, shout out to the teachers. Oh my I goodness. Mean, and it's almost like the good teachers are a dying breed. Yeah. And then like there's yeah. like scary Well, of course they are. They don't get paid. Yeah. Although in, in public schools, supposedly teachers get paid more than in private schools. And I don't Either know. Either way, neither about. of them are getting paid enough. No, yeah, not yeah, enough. You, you to know what I mean? With. But it's funny because you teach all the time. You're teaching me new You're things. You're a teacher. Yeah, I am a teacher of of, of I tried children. To, yeah. I tried to be of an acting teacher, and it was really hard. It's hard. It's hard. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, 
I don't do it for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But even for money, I did it. And I was like, this is, I'm not good at that. I don't have patience. Oh, I and- do. And I get rewarded. But I don't have children. So it's my way yeah. sort of of speaking to the youth and fe- feeling present and young, really. But yeah. also it's, I think it's also a little bit of babysitting and also just them sort of being seen. I'm. Mm-hmm. It's more about charity. I feel like it's more about me seeing them, appreciating them, telling them they have a voice, that they're important, that they're interesting, unique. and ha- It's you being of service. Yes. Uh-huh. While that getting paid. So I can't really call it being of service. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but being of service, as I heard once, is being inconvenienced. Really? You're not really being of service unless you're truly being inconvenienced. Oh, okay. Which so a lot to, of people... It has to cost you something in order for it to I be think so. a service. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people don't want to be inconvenienced in the slightest. Most people are out for themselves, really. Don't, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's a natural state. It's a natural human state course, to like protect themselves. and. They're self-motivated, or what is it called? I think in in political science, I remember one of the. Oh no, I'm we're sorry. going to political science. I'm sorry, oh, I'm shit. sorry. Political science. Everybody is a, every nation a state is a um, self-interested. Yeah, I have it's a gr- like number one my, self-interested. That's what my, my mother um, majored in sociology, and I have a friend who Roxanne Roxanne Jekyll who went to UC Irvine who majored in political science. I think it's fascinating. You'd be a wonderful teacher. I would probably be yeah, be in therapy. I would be a therapist like my sister, yeah. or I'd love to do interior decorating. <sighs> you know, I feel like mm. all the those actresses like Jennifer Aniston and Meg Ryan. They're Are they all... doing interior design? Yes, yes, Ooh, yes. Jennifer Aniston? I mean, she's is she like, good? I mean, her house looks amazing, but she also has a billion dollars. So if you can't yeah. get that right, I mean. Yeah, but does she do other people's homes? I think she's dabbled in. I know Meg mm. Ryan has, or she's oh. had like so many properties. She just doesn't Meg Ryan has a new movie, movie out. Oh my God, I'm I so know. excited for she looks good. She obviously looks like she's had work done, but who gives a fuck? She seems she's like a human and she looks good and it's cute. It's and cute. De- Dennis Quaid or something. And she she is very smart. So everybody, I remember an actor. It's not John Cusack, is it? No, it's David Duchovny. No, no, no. <gasps> yes, is it? it's David Duchovny. Rem- yeah, remember? Who's always dreamy, even though he's getting older too it's like yeah it wasn't didn't it come out that he had some sort of sex addiction once or something i don't know poor man i I mean he was doing doing that show for the longest time where he played he had a sex addiction oh so maybe it was like i think it was i think at that time who knows who cares and also awesome what a great addiction to have (laughs) (laughs) sounds fabulous and also david i can help you with that addiction oh my god you you and jano Uh, (laughs) who's jano's hall pad do you think jano would ever i love that the past have you seen the past on on um netflix right now yeah it's it's um uh candy burris's and todd her husband's um new movie out um wait what did you say we have what would jano's past be you know he's this is how good of a man he is i don't know he would never tell me he would act like do you know what I'm saying? Like he never makes me feel threatened at all. I have mm-hmm. no idea who I he thinks that. is cute. That's amazing. Oh, J Lo. Sorry, J Lo. Oh well, there you go. Mine's How Angelina Jolie, but that's for me. Oh, <laughs> you are you give me an Angelina Jolie vibe for I, sure. Thanks. Yes. Thank you so no, much. it's true though. How Thank about Brendan? Who would be his past? Um, gosh, I don't know. Good. I don't know. Good. I think it would be me and someone else, but that's just that's whatever. You know? I love that. I think he. I think he would always want me to be a part of. You're still included. <laughs> How nice. How nice of him. He'd be like, babe, babe. Yeah, guess what? Yeah, he just wanted to tell you about it later. He's like, just be there so I don't get in trouble. Yes, own or be a part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's and we're you know it's that's not us. But like I just think. Um, yeah, I'm getting flustered. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I made Christy Carlson Romano flustered with all her talk. You're so open. I'm I shocked. Am. I yeah. It is really interesting to be talking about everything and like right. we talk about everything right. on this podcast. Right. I mean, but at the same time, I feel like we talk about nothing. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, we could open a dictionary and just mm. look at a word and that could spark something, which I kind of think we should do. Like, we should do that. Yeah, like um, perspective or or mm. if you looked up a word, word and it of the said day. Let, nutcracker. Let's ask your phone. Ask Siri, what's the word of the day? And let's riff on it. Okay, I've never talked to my phone, so I wouldn't know how to do it. Okay. Let's see. You push this button. 
What's the word of the day? Harbinger. What does harbinger, harbinger mean? What it means. A harbinger is something that foreshadows or gives an early indication of something that will happen in the future. Ooh. No fucking way your phone is listening to you because that is a That's So Raven reference. Yeah, I, I, ever... was, yeah, yeah I, I was thinking it too, right? <laughs> Dude, you All know what? Speaking to that. Of, what's, can I, can Can't I, get away from it. No, no, no. You know what I want to talk about for two seconds though? Astrology and women's obsession with it today these days. Now, I, this is what I mean. I, I have girlfriends and, fr and friends and women on Instagram who are always talking about astrology and really believe in it. I think it's it's gibberish. I think it's absolutely BS. Now, yeah. I but I also have really slept on it and thought, if so, I respect women so much, especially mm -hmm. my friends, if they believe in it so much and are so interested, why don't I kowtow a little? Why don't I um, lean into it a mm -hmm. little? Like, why am I so against it when I believe in science and a little bit it is about science? I think it's mm -hmm. because has society made me hate it because they make it seem like all women are like, what's your sign? And no men do that. Yeah. Um, that maybe, I, I don't know, I'm turning on it. Like, what, how do you feel about astrology? Like, do you believe in it? I try not to. And that's the problem. Try not that, to believe in it. Well, magical things. They always tell you what you want to hear. Sorry to interrupt. Um, it's, I, I tried not to believe in it because magical thinking has been like kind of one of my downfalls. Like, that's why I got into psychics and stuff like that. And oh, Christy. Oh, we got to hang out more. about that. I know. It's Honey, so that cute. was a long time Okay, 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 good. I was that like, was during Bell. What are you talking about? Okay, you don't I'm know sorry. about this? No. What? I got to send you my YouTube video. I did a whole walk and oh, talk. Oh, yes. You in didn't the park. see it? Yes, I did. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Unquote, yes. yes. I'm so sorry. It's okay. How could you How could you forget that viral moment? <laughs> no, no. I, but oh, it was, I, I it. didn't forget because it's viral. So, yeah. I, but it was at the Bell stage door that that psychic came up to me. Uh -huh. And then, like, after that, I was down this, like, long road of stupidity. But the fact <sighs> is, is that spirituality exists for everybody in different ways. Blah, blah, for blah. Sure. Everyone's got their higher power. Blah, blah, sure. blah. But for me, I always I always thought it was really fun when I started to I try to do compatibility and mm -hmm. like it's all magical. It's a, it's also like but it's I also feel spiritual. Like, it's so spiritual, it's like, which would teach his own. You notice though, no one believes in astrology when it's saying something shitty because it almost never is, right? Oh, but you're always like, oh, somebody. my sign says this that I'm gonna meet the the man of my dreams, or my sign says I'm gonna right. And you're like, okay, let me just never say tonight. Your sign says you're gonna Pisces are supposed to be dreamy. Um, uh, Which you are you alcoholic, are. Um, gossipy. Okay. Um, okay, you're not very gossipy. sexy. Yes. Um, I'm a little. Okay. I've been a little gossipy. You. And that, mm -hmm. I was. And, think that, and then when they grow, when they're when their kids are bullied, they're artistic. They're usually going to be actors. Okay. Um, they have big eyes like yeah, fish. Yeah, you do. Um, and uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. And then they're bullied when they're kids, but then they and and they have they have really dreamy expectations of love and romance. So they're crazy have crazy relationships which i've had but then they end up with somebody who treats them like a princess which i have wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers or a place to make summer memories with the whole family no matter who you are where you're going or why with 24 trusted brands to choose from like la quinta days in and super eight your wyndham is waiting get the lowest price at wyndhamhotels.com restrictions apply visit website for more details that's interesting. I love it. I love it. I have one last question. Mm -hmm. My high school reunion was this year. This this yesterday. Sorry. Yesterday. Yesterday. You I didn't did, go. I didn't go. Of course. I mean, why didn't you go? Uh, what was that? I'm, sorry. It was, I'm sorry. It wasn't yesterday. What day is it? It was OSHA. It was Sunday. Yeah. It was Sunday. I was teaching. I couldn't go. Oh, okay. I don't know if I would. Would you? Have you? Uh, that's a good point. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, look, I love where I went to high school. It was. Yeah. It was like OSHA. It was mm. professional children's school. It was. It was like a very fancy, expensive version of OSHA mm. in New York City. 
And I mean, it's a wonderful place. I'd love to be able to donate to them, you totally, know, because totally. they gave me financial aid that mm -hmm, entire mm -hmm. time that I was there. I commuted back from Connecticut to there every mm -hmm. single morning. Oh, wow. It was it was a schlep, as you say. Yeah, an absolute As your people say, a schlep. A freaking schlep. Yeah, but it was really like such a such a special time. And I do think that they were a really good school. I think that they keep growing and they're, I just don't know why I would need to go. Like, I hope it doesn't sound gross. I don't know. I Exactly. I'd rather be of service to I saw pictures. So many people went. I was like, wow. But it is like hard to introduce people back into your life, even if it's just for a brief moment. It's a lot to unpack, you know? Yeah. I mean, you assume it's just going to be fun and high and high, but because there's social media and stuff, you start DMing each other, you start, you know, like there's, there's, yeah. what do you say? Cartilage. There's, there's, when you shoot something and there's stuff, wreckage. Wreckage? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. The, the shit when you do a shot in the blast. In I think the, we should do an episode where we're like educated on something. Somebody teaches so? us something. Wouldn't oh, that, that be cool? That would be good. Yeah. Lisa and Christy learn uh, X. Learn a language or learn, I don't know. That, that, that would we work. could do that in, in a day, tired. right? We could do learn a language in an hour. <laughs> I right? think so. I think so. Babble you guys fish, believe in us. Brought to you by whatever, the Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Sponsor Stone. Us, Rosetta please. Stone, yes. Um, today we have a really amazing guest. We do. Your friend, your oh, confidant, well, your peer, your workmate. My number, my number two, if you will. Yes, that's because what you say. I don't do anything without talking to him. He's been in my life for several years mm -hmm. now. And um, I'm just so happy because here's the thing about our pod. This isn't like a celebrity, like, oh God, we are not suckling at the teat of celebrity. We don't care about who our guests are. We care that we're fabulous and that we look great and it's all about us all the time. No, 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 that's not it. Yeah. I would I would much rather have Liz Plank than Kiki Palmer. Oh. I'm sorry, but it's true. I'd rather have I, somebody- I love both of them, but- um, Of course I love- I think you're you know, saying that because Kiki Palmer is just not going to come on this podcast, right? You know that I love Kiki Palmer. Of course, who can't? Who doesn't but love- But the hoops that we would have to jump through to get Kiki Palmer- Oh, that's never going to happen. It's not that- it, I can never say never- um, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not obsessed with it. No, we I'm can't not do some that. social climber. I'm not begging anymore for anything. That's right? why I stopped auditioning. No, yes. like, it's not about that. Yeah. And like, I'm going to talk to JT. You're going to mention some stuff about like, what is the deal? Like, how are we doing? And how is he getting the word out there about our podcast? But also and like, like me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. He also has a fantastic background. And oh, I, I, love, I love talking to him. Me so. too. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Yes, we are. <laughs> Why do I do that every time? People are like tuning out because I go, yes, we're on a podcast. I like it. Th yeah. Thanks, Christy. <laughs> you know who I really like? JT Hangey. Yes, here. baby. With Hi. us right now. <laughs> I Hi. cannot believe that you guys didn't meet until today. Yes. Yeah. But it bums me out because he's like my bestie. What do you think? I just know everybody you know? <laughs> I, I, well, you no, I just because follow your friends in, around? Because <laughs> he helped us launch... This entire podcast. Yeah, sorry, I should probably. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, respect. Yeah, respect. I absolutely no, have it now. No, no, no. And, and you, but for obvious reasons, you immediately click with someone like him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a fantastic, beautiful soul. Yes, a beautiful Thanks. soul and a celebrity publicist yeah. <laughs> at Anderson Group Public Relations, who, yes, we work with. Are there other kind of publicists that aren't celebrity? Oh, yeah. Crisis what? PR. There's government PR, like political PR. That was like my first internship when I was in college. Oh, interesting. Wow. Working for the former governor, uh, Robert Holden in Missouri. What was that like? It was, was it miserable in no, Missouri? It was good because it was Missouri. like, it was through my university. So it was just like school stuff and like they were doing events and things like that. So it was a little more low key, mm -hmm. but they were very much like on top of like, if you're not on the list, like you're not getting in. Right. You know, kind of here, like if you 
fake it till you make it. Like chances are you can get it. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. fake it till you make it. Does that work here? Oh, yeah. With what, though? Because acting, that doesn't work. Like if you need to uh, be, what? if I mean, you want to go to an event, like you can pretend that you need to be there and like you're supposed to be there. And like, not to say that people don't do their jobs, but it's something where like you walk the walk until like you can get what you want. Totally, <laughs> pretty totally, much. Like totally. it's so interesting. interesting. Yeah. Have you seen those? There's been like um, social uh, videos of people who wear badges and pretend like they're like a part, like that they're PR people. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had any experience like that where somebody was not supposed to be there? Ooh, and you well, were like, mm, I don't think this person. <laughs> well, I always get a badge or I'm not going to be there because I don't want to stir any trouble or anything like that. But it's one of those things, too, where it, there's so much going on depending on like what the size of the event, event is. If it's like mm -hmm. a premiere or if it's something where you're doing more of like a magazine launch party with all the editors and they're getting to know talent that have been invited. Is mm -hmm. There's so many different aspects to it that... We prepare our clients so much before they go and step on a carpet. They know exactly what they're talking about. Our job is to have their best interest and to also promote whatever they're promoting at the time. So you make a really good point. So JT has been with me since I started going viral on YouTube mm -hmm. for talking about really personal things. I knew that I was getting a lot of press coverage and I was like, no, I need help with this mm -hmm. because this is crazy. So um, I basically called um, you know, AGPR mm -hmm. and we spoke to L like Liza yeah. uh, and she's Liza Anderson is so fantastic. Mm -hmm. And JT was introduced to me to be my, my point person. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I've been with tons <laughs> of PR people. Like I, I, Have I you? well, for the longest time I wasn't, which I regret by the way, mm -hmm. because it's gotta um, be the right one at the right time. You have to have stuff to promote, right? I've been with like, you know, a lot of different people. And this is the first actual relationship in Hollywood that I think I've ever had mm -hmm. that feels like we're here for each other. Mm. Um, like I would never go off the rails and go and say something because I know that would make his life. Well, that's not why, because, <laughs> but it would make his life hell, you know, like there's been clients that, you know, th that have made his life trouble. I'm sure. Oh my God. Like who? <laughs> he can't say. I'm sure he can't say. Who's your most troublesome person we have to work with for, for besides Christy? Well, NDA is also my second name. Oh, so. no. <laughs> He's like, bitch, I know what oh, I need to no. say. <laughs> totally. Bitch, I, I didn't it. say what I said. <laughs> bitch, I didn't say what I said. It's so funny. <laughs> NDAs um, are real, but like, mm -hmm. what, what do you think is valuable about an NDA? Well, I think it not only gives like our clients, if it's a new relationship, it kind of gives them that security. Like we are the professionals that we represent and like mm. say we are. Mm -hmm. And also it doesn't only just like give them a peace of mind with certain things. It's like HIPAA. Yeah, there's it's a like lot of you don't of, talk about your clients. Yeah, there's a lot of sensitive topics that come up and like it's just for us. Like we're a part of their team. Like when you and I first started working together, like it was fantastic because we got to build that relationship and you knew we weren't going to be like taking down notes on things that were inappropriate or things that you didn't want out in the press and things like that. We have to You're different though. I feel like oh, a lot of people you. that I've worked with will just like like zone out mm -hmm. and then they'll say, Oh yeah, we submitted you, whatever, and then mm -hmm. they won't be they won't be really fully there for you. Totally. And it's like literally like he's held my hand through a lot of potential crises and mm -hmm. thing like that. Wow. Where, like a manager, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's much more. <laughs> yeah, I would like say a he's, therapist slash manager. He's fantastic. I'm actually a little confused on the job title. Please explain. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're a publicist, which I, you know, back in the day used to get publicist and it never pr worked out for me because I was spending so much money basically to be... 
What? Yeah, that are expensive. That are expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, no joke, He's to anywhere from 30 priceless. to 60 or, you know, $50,000 a month to oh. be invited to red carpet events or just mm-hmm. a few things that was like, oh, is this really worth it? And also, when I'm at the red carpet event, is anyone going to really take a picture of me? And is that picture actually going to go anywhere, like a Getty image? And, you know, but it feels like, yeah, you're doing an insane amount of stuff for Christy and also mm-hmm. hiring our guests, though, which I don't get. I, so that's the that's same. Bu- yeah, so JT's yeah. booking our guests. Booking our guests, but also p- putting us on a platform, like giving us the opportunity to be on Chicks in the Office, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I, I mean, so, he's my literal, like, my bestie. <laughs> I'll stop talking, though, but no, let, yeah. will you explain your job title for a second? Yeah, I know. It's, it's interesting, too, because we take personal care into our clients. Like, we create a team based on what their needs are. Mm-hmm. So we are all, like, jack-of-all-trades, but for the most part, like, we cater to what our clients need. So when Christy and I were having our initial meeting, mm-hmm. we were talking about, you know, at the time, she was doing her cooking show on YouTube, and then we were, she was also starting to do her walk-in talk. So mm-hmm. we wanted a team that, aside from myself, like I was a huge fan of hers back in the day. I was telling Christy, like when we So did, you had perspective, though. There's yeah. a very big difference between like when we were in our 20s mm-hmm. and, you know, we would call these publicists. Like they had no idea who we are. Mm-hmm. And I knew there was a part of me that was like, I'm going to have to wait for 10 more years. And this was when I was like, tw- you know, 25. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just like, at like, just... Just to, I just couldn't get into any doors and yeah. I couldn't go to any event. I just hated it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hate it here. But I was like, okay, I'm going to have to wait for a little while. And then maybe, yeah. just maybe, those kids that grew up with me will be in charge. In charge yeah. and control, for sure. <laughs> Literally, that's what's happened. I know. Even like adapting to the times for what our clients need. It's one of those things where, you know, we pride ourselves on being able to pivot and grow with our clients because that's about like having a good relationship with them, like listening, setting up those meetings to do catch up calls and making sure that we hear each other. We're 100% transparent with each other. And Mm -hmm. it really builds like a really good relationship between myself and my clients. Like I was saying, I was a fan of yours. So like knowing that I would be able to work with the Christy Carlson Romano, (laughs) who I idolized as like a closeted kid in the Midwest (laughs) growing up, like quintessential Disney. Like it was like, it was a dream for me to be like, oh, I get to work with someone who I memorized the entire, like even Steven's musical and things like that. that. Oh yeah, like obsessed with it. And so it really does like, it helps me because like I do have such like, I don't want to say investment in someone that I didn't know, but also like being able to create that relationship with someone on a professional level where we get to grow with our clients no matter what they're going into. Have you ever been starstruck by a celebrity? You know, I haven't. Surprisingly, I don't know what it was. Like the first celebrity I I ever met randomly was Nick Jonas when I was in college and he had just released like his first album. He was in St. Louis doing a tour. So one of our friends at college was really obsessed with him and she was on Twitter and one of the movie theater <laughs> workers was like, Nick Jonas just came in for the book of Eli. Probably divulged a little too much information. So we're like, we know where this is. We're just going to go. NDA. Yeah. So yeah. we went out yeah. there and like, we just happened to see him. He was a great guy, super nice. Uh-huh. And so I wasn't starstruck. I also like, I liked the Jonas brothers, but not like, wasn't like my friend. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. And so it was one of those things where I was like, oh, they're just people. And that's how I've always seen them. It's mm-hmm. not anything where I hold them on a pedestal. Like, of course, I love someone's music, but it's one of those things where it's not, I don't know. It's just there. I see them as people. And it's one of those things that is just like they're everyday people. You probably at this point can see through all those crazy headlines too. Like right now there's like the Jonas divorce right. and oh yeah, it's just oh, yeah kind you probably of, do have a better eye about What do you that? think is happening though? Like, do you think that there's some sort of a slander like campaign against like Sophie Turner? See, I'm not sure because I stay out of like, I don't read into the personal lives of people when it's not 
directly, you know, given out by them or if they're doing a statement or if they're doing an interview. Yeah. You kind of have to take it for what it is. Even when like when people are like, oh, so and so is worth this much money, because I Google them and their net worth is oh, XYZ. That's why we talked we about that. that. <laughs> oh my god. We didn't, no. but we will right now. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We just got she sent me a Google alert for yeah. that where they listed yeah. Disney stars who's the richest or something. Yes, and we were both on that list. So there was a net worth mm-hmm. article that they do all these things all the time that are so dumb. And I wish we could get it taken down. But <laughs> what's the they're point? They're so dumb and, first of all, very inaccurate. If you, mm-hmm. Always inaccurate. It's they so said I was happy to talk about $250,000. Yeah. Oh my they God. Said, first of all, Christy's worth so much more than that. Um, <laughs> no, you are. Uh, me too. Yeah. You were yeah. worth a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a million dollars? Can I have some money? Yes, I do. I'm sorry, but I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you have, but you, I made good investments. I, I own my house. I have good investments. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. No, I don't have any of that. What are you talking about? I don't own my house. Like <laughs> I made good investments when I was 19. You know, <gasps> I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So that's so maybe they are a little. Yes. And I've been then. working. I've been working in, uh, it, but anyway, it's so tacky to talk about money. It anyway, is. I mean, here, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's great. They, you don't want to know me. that you're thriving though. Yeah. 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 But I think there's also a difference between like, Owning up to what you like, you said you're 19 when you invested, so like that's a good thing to have. Like, no, I'm at 19, I was in college, I'm. like talking to people who are over 21, so I get some alcohol. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it's one of those things that no one really thinks about, especially like when you're not in the entertainment industry. Like, I would never think of investing at 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can't because you, you, you know, don't yeah. have that money. Yeah, we were just, being adults though, and I luckily was, I mean, I was dating a guy who was way older than me, and that's the one good mm-hmm. thing he did. Oh, he he, learned, he taught you how to, <laughs> invest? He got, yeah, yeah, he, we, he oh, said you need good. to buy a property, and I did, and that's, you know, that's and fantastic. I had been working since I was 15 making good money. So, anyway, mm-hmm. enough that's about so money. <laughs> JT, you've had such an interesting life. Like, how, what got you into this? Like, was it your parents? I I know you're, um, I think this is so cool. You were saying you mm-hmm. went to Attica High School. You're obviously from Attica, in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. And um, you were one of a handful of students of color. You're yes. Korean and black. Mm-hmm. And what you say is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you- yeah. So I am like, it was interesting growing up in a very rural, small, like blue collar factory. So I'm like, that's what I was raised on and how my parents made a living, like working hard in a factory. So that was very much the norm. And Mm -hmm. even now, like I'm 35 Mm -hmm. and one of my call or one of my uh, old friends from high school, like he's on his like third marriage now. And like, there's just a different lifestyle. Like he started having kids when he was like 21. Like he joined the workforce right out of high school, Uh got into like, that's very normal. And I went to, I wanted to get a better education. Mm -hmm. And back to your question about like how I got into this, like, my whole view of Hollywood was literally like the show, The O.C. and The Hills. And yeah. so, yeah, as a gay kid in the Midwest at the time, like that was just like, I was like glitz and glamour, like that's what I want. And then there was a show on MTV called Power Girls. Yeah. And it was about Lizzie Grubman's PR firm in New York City. And so I thought it was like really interesting. Was that, was that when Alex Earl, that whole debacle happened on there? Alex Earl? <sighs> I th- Alex Earl's mm-hmm. a huge TikToker and mm-hmm. her stepmother... Mm-hmm. Uh, her stepmother was a I believe she was mm. showcased as the prostitute that was represented by Lizzie Gribman. Oh, uh, I mean that would make sense. I, pro- yeah, I think weird. Lizzie had like a vast array of clients, and so like it was a lot of the people like socialites were coming out back then, like in the early two thousands. Like that was the thing, like the Paris Hiltons and all of those, like in New York City, living large. Bling, like, bling Mick Bling, it was called. Bling uh, yeah. ring. Like everything was like rhinestone, yeah. juicy, mm-hmm. like that whole vibe. Yeah, no, what's interesting is our sister company in New York City, the person who created that, she was Lizzie Grubman's assistant on Power Girls. 
Like it's such like a it's full circle small, moment. She yeah. created yeah. six what? degrees. Her the PR firm that we work with in New York City that we've worked with forever because we're by coastal. She so she, you yeah. manifested that. Honestly, yeah, it was like a full circle moment, and I remember telling Liza that in a meeting once. I was like, you know, I looked her up, and like she was Lizzie Grubman's assistant on that show, and now like she is the. What's Lizzie? Is Lizzie Grubman still in the game? I'm not sure. I know that yeah. she. Can we talk about somebody that I know? Because <laughs> I don't know Lizzie Grubman, but yeah. I know she's I like know this iconic her. press person. Yeah, oh, from, interesting. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Who, who, who are the other clients that you have? Can you even tell us about your other PR clients? We that... don't like to go. Oh, no worries. In, yeah, no, I was like, we don't really go into our list of sure, clients just because, like, we have to. I mean, I know. We can I we'll, say? Then yeah. can I ask you? <laughs> well, I didn't well, sign yeah. an NDA. I know you um are you bring in clients for us and talent for us for this show. Do you find it difficult to that to to get people to yeah. come to our show and you know it's i know it's a catch-22 with that because there's always like i will say publicists sometimes like we can be assholes like we want to do best what's best for our clients mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that we are representing them properly mm -hmm. you know sometimes it's just a mixture of the schedule if someone is booked and doing something or mm -hmm. if there's like if new york since new york fashion week was happening like a lot of talent were out of town and of they course. were like booked with other things mm -hmm. and so it has to be a right place right time kind of thing mm -hmm. but it's also like we always advise, and I've talked to you, Christy, about this, like, sometimes if you have a relationship with them, it's best to go straight to the source yeah. and then fill in the third party. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For real, because then it's like, I do a lot of legwork when mm -hmm. I do screenshots. I oh, yeah. But it's it's it's, a, it's totally fine. It's, it's better because then it's like a more curated approach. Mm -hmm. And like, if you had somebody that you really loved and wanted on and felt like you could like slide into their DMs, yeah. he would be the next person that we would go to and be mm -hmm. like, okay, we're going to get, you know, so-and-so on. And for us, we always like to keep it professional. Like we want to go through the right avenues and we want to make sure that the right hand knows what the left hand is doing, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to something like collaborating. And I know we've talked about, you know, doing a lot of podcast swaps. Uh, what would you say to a kid like you right now who's in the Midwest, mm -hmm. um, who's, you know, wanting to be a part of Hollywood and doesn't yeah. know how? Oh, like, good question. Well, that's what I like. There is no real like set guideline to do that because then everybody would be trying to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, I knew since I was 15, I wanted to be a publicist, which is kind of bizarre to say, like, I wanted to be a publicist, chef or a chef or a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And then law school too long. Chef, I kind of like worked it out where I could you know, be a publicist professionally and cook as a hobby on the side. Yeah, I didn't realize. So you're a good cook? Yeah, I learned everything from my dad, like for basic cooking, because he was the one who always cooked for us in the family. Your dad's wow. Korean? No. So I was adopted. Okay. My whole family is white. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I think you mentioned that. Oh my gosh. So I was like literally the black sheep of the family because like, oh. <laughs> uh, literally. I'm, I'm so yeah, I like I live out in LA. My entire family and all my siblings are still mm. in Indiana, like, you know, within an hour of each other which yeah. is great but small town life was not for you do you miss it. them i do i try to go back like two to three times a year i always go back for the holidays the summer and then anything where there's like a big event coming up with our family or anything like that but what's your specialty to cook i don't know i started like because i am half korean like moving out to la has like immensely helped like i go to koreatown all the time to get my yeah. groceries yeah. and like kimchi tigae and things like that like just or a kimchi stew like it's really easy to make and i just love like the different flavors and you're learning korean yes i didn't realize that i'm trying well i've been like learning off and on since like 2011 when i got into k-pop yes i'm one of those <gasps> yes i'm one of those <laughs> yeah, who yeah. isn't one of those second gen the golden era i will say mm -hmm. anyways I don't know if, you, if you know you know I, sorry, <laughs> but, I, don't. I think i know somebody um who's in my family mm -hmm. um who loves new jeans oh see they're fourth gen like they're i'm like double their age okay okay <laughs> and so it's one of those things where it's really interesting one of my colleagues like she's first generation korean she grew up listening to like 
Korean like pop music in the 90s and early 2000s and she like faded out of it because she just got over it. and like that's where the stage that I'm at too or getting back into the American music now okay. and like things like that so it's been interesting but interesting. it did help me a lot with like my pronunciation and just learning specific things about the language and going past just the pop culture side of it like I used like Berkeley's curriculum f- to learn Korean and like the alphabet is very much similar to English mm. where they have a similar amount of characters and each character like represents a sound. Yes. And so like it, that did help. It literally only took me like a week and a half to just memorize the letters uh-huh. or the symbols mm-hmm. and then like start like learning to pronounce my very, I do have a very Korean American accent. I will say that. I, I, I'm sure I hear learning an instrument is often um, helps you learn mm-hmm. a, a language and you play yeah. the saxophone. Yes. Oh, I, I yeah, that. I played saxophone alto and tenor for nine years from basically like, fourth grade until I graduated from high school. Oh, and like, yeah. What do you see in the future? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I'm no, just yeah. <laughs> going to go back to the K-pop thing because mm-hmm. people come to me a lot and they're like, mm-hmm. you should really uh, watch this one. There's like an anime uh, about mm-hmm. a K-pop a mm-hmm. girl who's like in, in this dramatic K-pop world. And it, they talk a lot about how K-pop is problematic. Yeah, and how, like how they work like, them to the bone. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And it's, a lot of them are younger mm-hmm. and they go through a lot of stuff. One of yeah. them committed suicide. Oh. There, you oh, know, there, yeah. there have been a many, couple. Yeah, yeah. there's many from like the generations that I knew. There have been three so far, wow. and like it, it's crazy because like not to get into everything, but there was a really good like BBC documentary on this group called Nine Muses where they talked about how they when they come back to train for like a new song and like single and like they're shooting the music video. They have the red solo cup diet where they have to fit their entire meal for the day in a red solo cup, and it's usually like a rice and then a protein and then kimchi or some type of other like fermented vegetable. And they, tra- like it's they dance so for like eight hours. It's, thought of that it is stupid thing. They are insane. extremely thin. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that's like the, I don't want to say it's the norm there, but like, especially back then, like they were second gen. So mm. women, and I don't want to speak for women by any means, but like they were held to a specific standard that was not obtainable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the majority of everyday people. Right. Just, yeah. And right. like, I'm sure you both have experienced that I mean, so much. Yeah, like, but, your but we were never forced to not eat. Mm, were no, you? but I, I know, but I just remember being on set with, again, I'll say your name, Raven. You yeah. know, it was uh, <laughs> Raven's amount. I say oh, your her? name more than I say mine sometimes. Jeez Louise. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we had an episode about um, body shaming mm. and, and oh. all of that. And yeah, oh, yeah, she was always struggling. It was, yeah. yeah. There's a dress episode, right? Where she's modeling. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, was your it. favorite That's a Raven episode? Oh, yeah, it was, so yeah, it was actually focused like a lot on you and your relationship with Raven <laughs> uh, yeah. and uh, your best friend comes into town from like vegan summer camp and <laughs> I have a drinking problem <laughs> nope. <laughs> and like it causes friction between you two and like I just remember because I even quote some of the episode like with my friends still like it's just with Disney and like for those shows like I like you called the golden era it's also very much the golden era for me right. like those shows yeah. like it's so interesting too because I remember when we were first you know getting introduced and we were talking about putting the show together this show yeah yeah I was like when they told us that Annalise was gonna be joining I was like oh my god I'm so excited I'm gonna get to meet he her is, like, oh, oh my gosh you're yeah. acting very cool no, I mean I not that he's you're, never starstruck he's yeah. just got that of he's impervious not. and I'm sure you meet really well, think, fabulous famous well, I think people. too like being starstruck goes back to what I was saying is like they're just people and like it's some people like idolize them a lot and like they have they've done a lot of great things that either inspire them have helped them during a dark time and things like that and i understand that i don't know if it's because now i've been with the company i, like, yeah. I started as an intern You're in jaded. 2012 so it's <laughs> a little bit like that but i remember my biggest celebrity person that i was like super excited to meet was lady gaga and of course I, oh my god this was 2010 and she was like she was already lady gaga and she had just released the fame monsters bad romance and all those other songs 
And I paid for a meet and greet with her. It was a great deal. We got like headphones, five minutes with her. She would sign things. She was super humble and very sweet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I met her. I can do, I can meet anybody. Yeah. And then I met her again at a Starbucks, like three or four years later during a joke. Yeah. She just sat down next to me. She was like meeting someone really quickly. And I was like, I put my bag down there and then she's like, oh, do you mind if I sit here? And I was like, absolutely, Lady God. I didn't say that. But I was like, yeah, absolutely. So it's really cool because it's one of those things where you're in LA, like, whether you're Conan in Conan O'Brien was at dinner. Last yeah, night. whether oh, yeah, you're I in like the famous- valley or if you're like the on the I'm west the- side, like it's one of those things where like it's just it's part of like the area and like they're just people like doing going about their day, like living their lives, doing whatever. What do you want to see for us? What do you think? Why do you think people should think we're interesting? I think Come honestly, well, it's hard to say because I know you personally. We've worked together for many years now, and I'm getting to know Annalise like not just from your. Uh, like, not as Chelsea, yeah, yeah but not as me. Chelsea, and mm-hmm. so I know I want the best for you guys because, like, I'm your biggest cheerleaders. Like, I see mm-hmm. in you so much, like, just the inspiration that you guys had on me, like, just being like, I want to do this too. And like, I have one of your songs from uh, was it Stuck in the Suburbs? Yeah, like I have that song still on like my Apple Music. Oh my, what? Oh <laughs> yeah. honey, oh no, over it. <laughs> oh, you should be over it by now. Well, no, it's uh, well, that's the thing. Like, your guys' stuff is so ingrained in me. So, like, working with you now, I'm like. I had such like good feelings, like not knowing you and then knowing you. Yeah, like, and knowing that she's actually a really awesome person. Yeah, you're a really good person. <laughs> like I get, like it's enjoyable to okay. me and I want other people to see that. And like you guys work so hard too. Like you're an independent company. Yeah. Like you're not funded by anyone else. Like mm-hmm. you're putting this on. Like it's one of those things that everyone should be as excited as you are when it comes to either the episodes you're both doing or whenever you're promoting something that's really near and dear to your heart, like mm-hmm. I want those people to feel that too. Totally. So like, I, yeah. Is he not the best? Yes, There's no the like best. limit I to it, it. I, I would it. say. I love you, JT. Oh, we gotta do some rapid fire. Yes. Yeah. Rapid fire. Ooh, Lady Gaga or Madonna? Ooh. Lady Gaga. Okay. Um, what's something people don't know about you? I am naturally flexible and can do the splits. What? <laughs> that was so quick. How's you your love life? That? Yeah, 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 yeah. How's yeah. your love life? Are you single? I, I am very single by choice, I will say. <laughs> Emotionally unavailable, but physically available. Actually, you know why? Because he's so invested in his clients and stuff. Like, he's so busy. Yeah. What was your last Google search? Uh, this address. This address. Oh, <laughs> totally, totally. You always text me and ask me for this address. I feel like you've asked me for it before. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Botox or creams? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Do you ever get Botox? No. All natural. I don't even wash my face. I it's mean, just the water. melanin, baby. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm curry grow, black and cream. Yeah, so that's what I wanted you to say earlier. I've never worlds. heard that before. I don't want to. I'm terrified that I'm going to fall asleep and wake up looking like Morgan Freeman or Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) (gasps) Is Morgan Freeman? Well, he's like lived on for decades now. Like handsome, he's, handsome. but is he Asian as well? No, no I'm just saying because I'm black and Korean. So or I use Mr. Two yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, I can okay. see it. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's hilarious. Okay, um, what's your mm-hmm. definition of a good of love of good love of a good relationship? I, don't, I base it off of my parents. They just celebrated a 30 year anniversary. Oh, congratulations! And so, as much as I like, don't need to be in a relationship right now. I always look to emulate what they have because mm. they've always they took care of five kids on a blue collar salary. Wow. And it's one of those things too, where it's like, it's just inspirational. And I'm very close with my parents. Mm-hmm. Like they're still my best friends. And I talk to them as often as I can, despite oh. the three hour difference. Oh, I love that. I hope you get to see them soon in Indiana. Yeah. Oh, and I hope they you. come out here and you're just a pleasure. I'm glad we properly know each other even yes. better. Yes, no, really, yes. It took, it took <laughs> a business really work event. out with yes. everybody today. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, getting to know how the business works a little bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, thanks, JT. I want him thanks to come JT. back. I just, thank you, you for know, having me. You're the best. You're so, the best. We love you. you. And get us Kiki Palmer, okay? <laughs> what the hell? I'm on I mean, it. That's, he's on it. <laughs> I'm right on top of that, Rose. <laughs> thanks for hanging, you big name bitch. Now come back next Thursday so we can do it all again.